Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. This is Sports Day. And a very good evening, David Wildey and Malcolm Blight, Sports Day SA, all thanks to Irrigear to save time, water and water. Irrigear is here. Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions. Check them out if you want to do anything in the garden. They are fantastic. Grand final, a couple more sleeps away and the teams are in. And no real surprises, uh, I suppose, to welcome the great man, Malcolm Blight. Hi, Blighty. Yeah, hi, David. Yeah, no, that uh, Craig McRae's been up the front. and We've sort of known what was going to happen there. And it certainly has happened with Billy Frampton in uh, to replace McStay. Yeah, we'll have a look at that. So, Ginevan, who was sub last week, looks like he'll play. Uh, Frampton comes in. Lipinski, who's out of the side, but he has been named the sub. And they came out early and yeah. said that. So, well done to Craig McRae and Colin. Now, for Brisbane... A little bit different. Jared Lyons was sub last week. He still may well be, but he's got a couple of mates on the boundary too um, uh, in uh, Payne, Tunstall and Fort. So they are going with um, Darcy Gardner. He's yeah. going to play. Did a really good job on Charlie Kerner yeah, last and, week. And Fort would be back up if anything happened to for Mac. Ruck. Yeah, for Mac and Ernie, if anything. Yeah, they've still got Danaher, though, haven't they? So they've got plenty of big men. Yeah, but I, I think they like Hipwood and Danaher playing together up forward. I mean, they're both left-footers. They're both very similar players. I tell you what it is, it's a very settled lineup, isn't it? Yes, it is, both teams. Would you have gone that way, Ginevan? He hasn't played a lot of footy lately. He hasn't played full games lately. Yeah, geez, They put him ahead of Noble. He's lively. I, what's what's going what's to win the game if you get behind? Yeah, someone can kick a goal. goal. Isn't it? And he, he can get under your skin, can't he? He yeah, can be one of those can, players yeah. that uh, does that. But I think the beauty about this grand final, both teams are really settled. I mean, I know McStay's out, and um, Brisbane lost Ashcroft and maybe to a lesser extent Big Jack Payne, but they're pretty well settled. Now, from the round 23 game, where we talked about this last night, and I did some numbers on it, that Tagoe and, of course, Nick Dacos are back in for Collingwood. So they're two massive ins of which in that game, uh, Brisbane did win it by four goals. And Darcy points. Moore too, wasn't he? Yeah. Three so, of them. Yeah, Marvel Stadium. So that was... Uh, I, I keep... <laughs> I'm actually... You're towing and flowing? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But Ebbing I, and flowing? Well, sort of. Um, I, I think Collingwood... I love the way they play. I love what Craig McRae has given to football. Our AFL brand He's is, been your favourite coach all year, year but yeah, I've gone against him. Yeah, but who? guess who I picked at the start of the year? Brisbane. Brisbane. You did. So I think if you, I'm going to be true because they are, oh, excuse me, they are a very, very good team. Um, and they've been up there for four or five years now. And I just think they just look as though they're ready to go. Yeah, they, they've had a bit of heartbreak, haven't they? Yeah. Although Collingwood, too, last year got beaten by a point uh, to go to a grand final. The good oil thanks to Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. Um, repeating those teams, and not a lot of changes, really, but Lipinski is out. He is a sub, and basically it's like for like they put Ginevan in. Yep. 
and uh, Billy Frampton in for McStay, whereas Brisbane are basically unchanged. No, and just I did some numbers. The quarters in the home and away season, David, Collingwood won 54 quarters and Brisbane won 56, so very little difference. In the last quarters one, Collingwood won 13 last quarters, Brisbane 11. So if you add the two up, two down... It's a really, Very. really even matchup, isn't it? It's a really one of those, one of those times. Best two teams in there, aren't they? Hey, who does um, does Dunkley go to the goey? He did a great job on on Crips. Yeah, I, is I, he the man? Because you can't no, let the no, goey no. run free, can you? No. What he'll do, he'll stand close to him, but it won't be a hard tag initially. I don't think. What they'll do, someone else like with Lockie Neal, someone will probably just keep him under control, as in trying to keep him under control, but it won't be that hard lockdown tag. They'll wait and see the scoreboard. Both of these coaches react a bit to what the scoreboard, and I must say, I, I prefer that yeah. unless you're an out-and-out out tagger. Now, both teams maybe bury for Brisbane, but there's that, not really. He waits to see what happens. Yeah, he's not a hard tag, no, is he? No, no. So and Collingwood don't normally no. hard tag. Jack Crisp can do a role. Well, that's exactly right. So I reckon that both coaches will sit on their hands a little bit and the scoreboard will then dictate what happens next. I heard today Eddie Maguire saying that Brisbane, I think both clubs get 17,000 tickets allocated and Brisbane haven't uh, fulfilled their, their quota. So there might be a few extra tickets coming back. Uh, imagine had Carlton got in v Collingwood. You'd be, you'd be selling your tickets for 10 grand a pop. <laughs> no, they're, uh, they're being used very uh, by a, a member. Uh, in fact, Patsy's sister and husband live oh, really? in Melbourne. Yeah, they live in Melbourne, so they hadn't been to a grand final for a long time. So, and you decided, no, not this year, you're not going? No, no, I thought it was, it was just a nice time for, for some of the family to go. So I've, I've, you gave know, me I too. Yeah, you yeah, gave I've, me too. Yeah, I've, I've given away a, a lot over the years because I've been to a number and, you know, no, I'll, I'll look forward to sitting at home with a few, few friends and... Just having a little quiet look at the game. Does Patsy enjoy the finals too? Oh, yeah. She goes, she yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, no, she'll sit and watch them all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, we I yeah. Look, sometimes I think I've told you what we try and do now is just go to something a year. I went to the Hall of Fame this year, you know, the Brown Low of the Grand Final. So pick one. Pick one and yeah, make a you know, make a really nice day. Let the other five slide. <laughs> hey, you um Chris Fagan, at times you haven't been completely um Oh, you found a few things that you weren't completely happy with Chris Fagan the way he's coached over the years. Do you think he's changed a bit this year the way... So kicking big scores, aren't they? Yeah. And they're I, winning away. I, I just think... <laughs> he's not the only one. I mean, everyone's fallen for this kick wide to the forward pocket and all that sort of stuff and play team defence. And, and that's that's fine. I mean, but I, I just don't reckon you win. I don't reckon Damien Hardwick with it. He, he hardly kicked one backwards. So he got sucked into that. When I say sucked into it, everyone got sucked into it. And it was a bit like Alistair Clarkson standing zones and all that sort of stuff and bringing in soccer to the game. So I just felt that hindered them. Hindered it. it hinders, unless you've got the best side, David. You can do whatever you like. You can kick 400 miles in the air if you've got the best team yeah. and the best talent. But it's not quite like that, our game. It's never so quite So do you that. think he's, he's tinkered I, with I, that? I reckon he has. And, and, and that's also bringing a Danaher in, you know. Also bringing another Dunkley, another a midfielder in. Obviously, those things happen, and then you get, and that's why I think the Brisbane. We'll talk to Simon Black about it. I reckon what they've done off the field, recruited well, recruited, supported. It's been a nice little coaching group. So I think that, hey, like anything, 
Chris Fagan hadn't done it before. Mm. I mean, he coached footy teams, but not at this level. So you get exposed. So you actually get better at it. And I think he's got better at it, like most people do. And McRae, I think he's coached very similar to last year. You love what he's yeah, brought I... to the table. But they've had a couple of nice little acquisitions, like McStay. Correct. He comes. Yeah, Frampton's played some games yeah. at role play. Yeah. And Bobby Hill. Yeah, Bobby Hill's in. So they've... Added too, haven't they? Oh, yeah. McKenna and comes to Brisbane, gives them a bit of pace off our back flank. Exactly. So uh, once you get a good team, you can actually start, you know, henpecking where you'd like to fill some holes. And I think Bobby Hill's a bit of a chance. I mean, what, a couple of weeks ago, he was electrifying. Yeah. And I'll tell you what you don't do on grand final day. You don't lose your pace. Now, the ball might not bounce for you and you might not play great, but you don't lose your pace. And if he gets free... Just a bit like Charlie Cameron down the other end. I mean, mate, they are lightning. They are exciting to watch. I think Brisbane have clearly got the better forward set up when you've got the two big men, yeah. two six foot eight, six foot nine. Um, but they're also athletes. They are. Lincoln McCarthy can take a very good mark. He's a, he's a Bailey scary. can go through kick goals. Actually, McCarthy's scary, isn't he? Because yeah. he, he'll he take likes to fly. fly. Yeah. But what it does, it also brings stuff on the ground. And those, you know, those boys down. Rainer. Rainer, good player. McClanage. Charlie Cameron. Yeah, yeah, Charlie has mentioned. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, they're, they're a really good team. Really good team. Is it important, though, Blighty, given the fact that we've seen Collingwood time and time again come from behind, that they do start well? Now, you've won you've won both your premierships with the Crows and didn't really particularly start. Well, certainly, it's North Melbourne to start well. Right. And you're a couple of goals down with St Kilda. But do you think given Collingwood get all the surge and the crowd and you, you give them any sort of sniff of confidence, it is important to be with them? Yeah. By, I, say, I, by halftime? Oh, yeah, you've got to be in QE. There's no doubt about that. But but one of the things I always felt, and having played in grand finals as well, is that the scoreboard at halftime was only what it was. You know, it wasn't definitive. Yeah. And that means, as a, particularly when I coached, it actually made you do something, David. You, you actually had to think, okay, this is not quite worked there and there. When you're in front, you're loath to change. Mm. You know you know the other bloke in the other room is going to probably change something, that coaching group. But in your room, when you're a couple of two or three goals up, you think, oh, you can't muck around with it. Out of all those grand finals, have you had what you'd call an easy one where you just sprinted away like you let it quarter time, no, let half time no. in the win when you played? No. You certainly didn't as your coach. No. No, not really. Yeah, they're not easy to win, no, are they? No, no. I mean, and we've always talked about premier final. Everyone says and don't quite understand it, but it is. It is winning a premier final. Like you're on a knife edge. At least with a grand final, there's an outcome. You either yeah. win or you lose. I think there's yeah, a release in getting like through to a grand, grand final, final. Yeah, and then it's either yeah. despair or joy <laughs> uh, for one of them. Yeah. SN, in talking about that, SEN's AFL grand final. Partner is Cobram Estate. Now that coverage starts at around twelve thirty. And so go and try it extra virgin olive oil. It is absolutely terrific. Okay, the leg up, Australia's fastest growing tipping service. Get a leg up on the bookies with Australia's best tipping service, thelegup.com.au. Here's Blake Johnson. G'day, fellas. Nice to give our SEN listeners a winner yesterday at Rose Hill with Snowman putting a gap in his rivals. Tomorrow, we're heading to the Sunshine Coast, race six, number five, Tribeca Star. This bloke is 204 days since that impressive maiden win at Doombin. He's been back to the trials. He's trialled super on two occasions. Despite the wide draw, I reckon he represents good value in a tough race. Good luck if you follow, fellas. 
Now, David, I just got, I just, I've just had a quick look as I got the book, as you know. Yeah. The, the first grand final I played in in '75, uh, we it was nine two to five six at half time. So there wasn't much in it really with shots at goal. But I, um, in the third quarter, we kicked twelve. I kicked the first goal after half time, playing from the forward okay. pocket. It was a pretty quiet day, forward pocket. But uh, it was a very important goal, which put us about four and a half five goals in front. So we, you know, that first goal. Yeah. That's, oh, the, that's all we goal. had to do. I mentioned um, uh, Cobram State also, Alterna Leaf 2, book your online appointment at alternaleaf.com.au. So just go online there. Okay, coming up, uh, Toddy Gray will try and find you a winner there. Simon Black, one of my favourite players, oh, Bloody. What a player, what a player. He's won everything. And he hasn't got a statue, but he's won done most things too, <laughs> over 300 games. And our grand final predictions. Uh, all thanks to Lou Monergy SA. Just, Sam's just uh, looked at me through the glass and... Uh, switch to the affirmative, join Lumo Energy today and Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, up to 528 kilometres of range. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV, Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Welcome back, Sports Day SA for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Polaris plate clearance deals are on now. Save $2,000 on the range of 1,000 EPS, plus get a th- <coughs> excuse me, $1,000 free accessories. Before we go to Toddy Gray, uh, a text has come through the text line 0427154166. Maynard will go to Lockie Neal within 30 seconds, a la Yates on Brereton in the 1989 blight fight. What do you make of that, bloody? I don't think you do that anymore. No, you won't. Um, no, and that was just two bodies meeting because that's what Dermot used to do. And no elbows no, or punching, no, was it? Straight no, down the straight, middle. Straight down the middle. Uh, but no, they can't do that now. Um, you would be almost not quite sent off, but you'd, you'd be uh, fine and you'd probably miss about two two years of footy. A lot of people say you sent Yates out to yeah, I did. knock him out. No, not knock him out. Just meet him physically because... But not necessarily in that first bounce. Oh, yeah, no, first bounce. I was. Yeah, because I knew he'd be coming. Because <laughs> he said he wasn't, and he's a great player, Dermy. But Paul Couch had just won the Brownlow medal. He played defensive mid. Yeah. So he's always at the back of the square. Dermot said he wasn't going to get him. But, gee, he got, he got awfully okay. close before Yates, he got there. Okay. All right. Uh, Grand Racing SA. No one runs the dogs like South Australian. No guest is like Toddy Gray. We love Toddy on a Thursday night. And he joins us now. Hi, Todd. How do we do, gentlemen? We are going well. Now, how did we go last week? I I can't even remember. Did we get a winner? Uh, we did again. We would have won another another drink of water, probably tap water, room temperature, no ice. Nothing One wrong. One out of two, but it was only uh, only $2.10, so you don't make too much. Too Nothing much money wrong with a good glass of water. Okay, what about tonight? Beautiful night here in Adelaide. Uh, it is, lads. It's a penultimate week. We've got the heats of the Adelaide Cup on tonight, a race which obviously goes back a long way. My family won it all the way back in 1980 with a job called Youthful Prince. But we're staying out of the heats tonight, lads. We'll look at the final next week. My best bet is in race four tonight, gentlemen. Race four, number two, Springvale Roxy. Uh, she has been a very underrated, overlooked runner her whole career. She's had 89 starts with 35 wins and 36 placings. She is extremely consistent. She's won over 300 all the way to 600 metres. Tonight, she finds herself in a 600-metre race. Now, that's as far as she wants to get. And to win over this distance, she does need a soft lead. But she's been pinging the lids over 500. I can't see how they're going to touch her early. If they don't touch her early, she should be getting the win. So race four, number two, Springvale Roxy to lead all the way, around about $2.20 or 30 at the moment. Oh, sounds all right to me. Now, you've, I've got one here, one in race nine later in the program. 
Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've got two dogs in this race, lads. Hopefully, which will go to plan. But first of all, I've got to mention this dog. Oh, this bloody dog, lads. Race <laughs> nine, number six, Basil Brush Rose. I've had more complicated relationships with ex-girlfriends than I have with this dog. Before this dog came to South Australia, I had a full head of hair and normal blood pressure. Look, tonight, lads, it's a five-dog field tonight, and I like numbers six and eight in this race. You can get around about $8 and five. Don't back them each way. Back them both to win, so yep. a bit of meat on the bone. This race looks like it's going to be suited to them both, especially Basil Brush Rose. He is the strongest dog in this race, but he's got a nasty habit of clawing at the boxes. It means he virtually paws at him like he's trying to dig. He hasn't worked out you can't dig through metal yet, so it depends what you get him. If his feet are down, he'll come out on terms, and he's a massive chance. If his feet are up, he'll miss the kick by five or six lengths. Just oh. nobody tell this dog I've tipped in tonight because I swear he knows. So race <laughs> nine, number six, Basil Brush Rose, and save on number eight, Victor Kell, because that's your other run-on dog in the race. Beautifully drawn in box eight, and again, these other three dogs could take each other on, and one of these dogs will sweep over the top. So race nine, number six and eight, both just to win for me. Beautiful. No oh. doubt big crowds, and... Uh... Any update on the acting career there, Toddy? Uh, still, still none yet, lads, but I'm telling you, it's getting within, the, this will be the last month. I will know within the next four weeks. So it is now getting down to the nitty-gritty. So no news is good news. Every day I don't get an email, it's virtually another inch closer I move to Japan. But there's still, Ooh. we've still got a little while to go. But thank you for asking. No reports, but when I find out, everybody will know, whether it's yes or no. Sayonara. Good man there. How much <laughs> Thanks, Toddy. I'm actually going to Japan in November for a couple of weeks, so I'll let Toddy know what it's like. Oh, it, it, with the blossom. Beautiful blossoms. Yeah, it is. Beautiful country. And, yeah, uh, Mike, country. Michael Noonan's going to be over there too. Oh, right. Okay. And, uh, yeah. and his wife. Um, that was Toddy Gray, race four, number two, Springvale Roxy, race nine, number six, Basil Brush Rose, and Victor Curl as a saver. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelpline.org.au. Now, David, I'm going to do something for you. Yeah. Down the bottom there, Beaumont Tiles is giving away a trip for two to America. Footy's biggest game worth over $70,000. Just shop in store at Beaumont's before November 12th and you're in the with the chance. TNCs apply. See, I've done that for you. Yeah, well done. Well, you've only got one more night, then you're going to have a good break. <laughs> Might even look tomorrow. I know um, Footy, Port Adelaide and Crows are finished, but... Just looking through, we're hearing, you know, trade talk, people throw up Ollie Wine's name, this and that. Yeah, they do. If Port are going to bring players in, they're going to have to give a bit out too because they don't have a lot of great draft picks. I've only got about seven Port players I think are untradeable, oh, okay. which, which is surprising, isn't it? When you, um, when you, and obviously the obvious ones, Butters, Rosie, Horn, yeah, Francis, yeah, Houston. Uh, you can throw in a Bergman, a Lear. But I've only got seven, and, and Todd Marshall had as well. So... Do you think Port Adelaide will be aggressive on the trade table and and try and you know get some early picks, you know, second rounders, third rounders? Yeah, I, I, look, I do. Well, they've got these youngsters in the midfield and they've still got a Charlie Dixon and a Lira Lira, or 27, 28 is probably perfect. So while they've still got a bit of structure around those youngsters, adding another two players, if I was in charge, that's what I'd be doing now. It's strange, though, when you look at a team like Port, if the second most of the year, and as I said, I, th I think there's only seven what I would say you cannot have, but there's a lot you can have. Yeah, but most teams would do that. I mean, Collingwood, there's not everyone there you wouldn't put off the train table. Well, well we should do a Crows. We'll see if we can do the Crows in yeah, comparison right, to Port then. Adelaide. Okay. I think you might find there's a few more at the Crows you would, would like to keep here. Okay. All right. Yeah. I will, because they're a bit younger as a group. 
They are. Yep. Okay, plenty more coming up too, and uh, looking forward to talking to Simon Black. 322 games, 171 goals. He's won a North Smith. Mm. He's won a Brownlow. Hegan at all. I think Blighty's won most of those too. Uh, back with more shortly. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter SA. Welcome back to Sports Day SA for Toolkit Depot. Tools, equipment, safety gear and work. We're going to go down there one day, Blighty. Yep. You can update your lawnmower. And uh, as I said, I know you're very good on the disc cutter, those sort of things. They've got everything. Toolkit Depot, everything you need under the one roof. Tools, equipment, safety gear, and workwear. Okay, just want to play a couple of grabs before we look at the Premier, the Marge, and the Norm Smith, most goals in that amount. But the record of the Lions is, is not great. We'll speak with si- Simon Black a little bit later too about that. But here's Dane Zorko on the Brisbane Lions record at the MCG. Yeah, oh, well, it is just another ground. And we understand that to win the grand final, you need to win at the MCG. Um, we played some really good football over there in the last 12 months. Um, uh, yes, okay, we, have, we didn't win there earlier on in the year, but our performance against Melbourne, we certainly learned a lot. Um, and we played some of our best footy on there. Richmond, um, two years ago, we were unbelievable and, and once again um, just stumbled. So um, we've learned a lot from those, and that's one thing this group's done really, really well over the last five years is learn from our mistakes and try and get better every time we um, arise with different situations. And um, this weekend, if we're, you know, these challenges present itself, I'm, I'm confident the ground won't have a factor in the way we execute it. Big motorbike yeah, in the yeah, background there. Say, he's riding his motorbike. Well, I agree with him, actually. I, look, they've won enough away games. Um, I haven't played there for a little while. But you know the, the grand final is going to be there. That's what he said. We know the yeah, grand yeah, final is played there, yeah, and yeah. that's what everybody wants to get to. And I keep repeating, Collingwood have lost their last six against them, and then the last one was at Marvel. It's not that far from Marvel to the MCG, David. You're getting very, very bullish on Brisbane. You've missed a couple this final series, though. You haven't been your normal sharp self. So. Uh, hang on. Just we missed. You say you. We missed on the same day. No, I picked the Giants. You picked Port Adelaide. That oh, was one. That was one. Oh, there's one. I tell you one thing you do like, though, is how, in particular, McRae coaches. And I think Fagan's also lifted a cock. Here's the great Lee Matthews. Talking about Fagan and McRae, a different mould of new coaches. Well, I think he and Chris Fagan are like the modern, uh, typical coach, really, in a way. I mean, well, Ron Brassie passed away, as we know, and Ron would have been the fire and brimstone, autocratic, alpha male type coach, which is what most coaches were back in the yeah. 70s and 80s. And gradually, as we've got into full-time footy this last you know, 20-odd years, the coach now has to be more like a friendly uncle, school teacher, not like the school principal yelling at you. <laughs> And I think Chris Fagan completely, he's in that category. And, and Craig McRae, I think, is just another, another person who's very, very much of the same ilk in their basic personality. Yeah, I, I, that's 100% true, that. Because um, what you're doing now, David, is you, and I've said this a few times, you're actually, it's, it's like we went to work. So you, there was much more time. Time was of the essence when you go to work and you work your 40 hours a week or 38 yeah. hours a week. That's what they're doing now in football clubs. And, you know, my time at the Gold Coast, it was really just like a work environment. So it's not the pressure of the moment. The coach walks in, he's got an hour, an hour and a half with you trying to get a message across. And I was the same, as he mentioned, Ron Barassi. Lee Matthews did the same. We all did the same. We'd all do it differently now because you've got time. Yeah, it's amazing. They'll be getting, they've got plenty of time in the hands of the modern day player. They'll be getting close to 600,000 in five years, average player. 
was nine months of the year. Not bad work if you can get it, Blighty. Yeah, no. You've, um... You were born in the wrong era. <laughs> mega, know, mega, mega millionaire. Yeah, you know what? You don't have a lot of say in it, apparently. No. Life's about timing. Games about timing. Gold, gold, grand finals are about timing. And one of the great lines is, "It's not the best team of the year wins the grand final." Best team of the day. Day. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Okay, let's have a look at it. We got the premier, the winning margin, the Norm Smith, and the most goals. So oh. let, let's see if we can. Work your way through this. All right. Premier, you've gone Brisbane. I'm going Brisbane. I'm going Collingwood. Yeah. Uh, look, we could both be right. No, we can't because there's no draws the draw anymore. The draw they play, play, play for off. time. No, can't be. Hey, I've, I've topped top and changed 15 times, but I, I've, I've ended up settling on Brisbane. I just think that their history against Collingwood has been better. In the last couple of years, it's been pretty good. I'd, I'd like to see Brisbane win. We picked them at the start of yeah. the year. Yeah, so. Well, so, oh, thank you. And yeah. Just remind me. You I did. picked. Uh, Brisbane and Melbourne are playing yep. the grand final. So one of my teams are still there. I want to stick with them. Mm, I think the best two teams have finished there, Collingwood and Brisbane. Yep. The margin, if Brisbane win, I, I, I know some of them mean blowouts, but I can't see Collingwood being blown away. No, I, I, I'm going to go for my favourite number in football. 20, no, 27. 27. 27 points. I've said that, I reckon, I don't know, 10 of the last 20 years has been a margin. So it just gets a little bit comfortable towards the end because the other team can't win. But we know the average winning margin in the last dozen years is seven goals, 40-odd points. So I'm, I'm saying that's going to be half of that or All a right. bit less. The Norm Smith medal. I'm going for the superstar. I'm going oh, for Lockie. Yeah, I'm going for Lockie. I, I, I love him. Um, yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot of others can do it. We all know that. It's, it's a team full of very good players, both teams. And, wow, well, I'd, I'd have to say, I'd, um, and uh, no, Lockie Neal. Yeah, I'm going... Um, it's his first grand final. I'm going Nick Dacos. Now, that you might, people might say, you know, it's a big event, but I think he doesn't get blown away, Blighty. So, uh, Nick Dacos for me, and I'm tipping Collingwood by 17 points. You got some of the, just repeating the teams too? Collingwood by 17, David? I'm going Collingwood, yeah. So, just for um, the Collingwood, uh, Ginevan and Frampton, they're in. Out Lipinski admitted, but he is the sub, sub and McStay's out. Yeah, we know that. Uh, Brisbane, basically nil. Um, and, of course, they've, they've named four players that could be sub the yeah. Lions. And one is uh, Jared Lyons. Uh, there's Fort, there's Payne and a couple others. So they'll make their decision on the day. Yeah, of course they will. Yeah, so there's what we thought would happen. Uh, and good on Craig McRae for announcing what he thought would happen with someone coming in. And, uh, yeah, so... Brisbane very, very little, so that's good. Most, both teams are probably almost at perfect strength. Not quite, but nearly. Yeah. Uh, Simon Black, not far away. High scoring or low scoring? No, I think it's going to be high scoring because Brisbane... Always have, kick with big, big scores. And in their three rounds against them in the last two years, 15, 18 and 19 goals uh, for the three of them. Interesting, yeah. No, and... I'll stay with Nick Dacos. I just think he's uh, okay. one, one in the generation for the Norm Smith. Who's your Norm Smith? Lucky Neil. Of course. Of course. <laughs> how, how can I forget that? So, Blighty's gone uh, Brisbane. I've gone Collingwood by 17 points. Dacos, Norm Smith, Lucky Neil. And for the most goals, I've gone uh, Charlie Cameron and Jamie Elliott, both with three. Okay. Well, I'll go. What I'm going to go. I'm going to go Charlie Cameron with four and also Danaher with four. Beautiful. Well done. Sports Day SA. 
On Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. Yes, Sports Day SA, Malcolm Blyton, David Wildey for Tire Pair. The Big Footy final sale now into the Vegas competition by Ford Toyo Open Country Tires. Your local tire pair, get the Ford Toyo Open Country Tires and you can win a trip to Vegas. Blighty, a bit of football royalty now. It was Whoa. one of my favourite players to commentate. You, you win a, a Brownlow, a Norm Smith, three premierships. Uh, he's played a lot of football and absolute superstar of the game. Simon Black, and he joins us. Simon, how are you? G'day, Wills. Yeah, I'm good, thanks, Blighty. Nice to be with you, guys. Great to um, speak with you. 20 years since you won your last one when you beat Collingwood pretty easy. But when you look at the two sides, Blackie, the, that have made the, the grand final, probably the two best sides pretty well all year. Yeah, look, I guess so. I have to agree with that. Um, sort of consistency-wise, yeah, probably the, the two best sides. And, um, you know, for Brisbane, we're being a Brisbane man. Pretty pretty pumped to see him back in there after 20 years. It's, uh, I'm conscious of St Kilda fans out there. But, um, you know, it's been, it's been a long 20 years. Um, and the club was in the doldrums for a fair bit of that time as well. So Chris Fagan's done a, a really good job, hasn't he, to be able to build this list and this team in the last few years. And, um, you know, haven't obviously made a grand final, but played some big... Big games, and I think hopefully some of that experience should hold them, hold them hopefully in some good stead on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, you played in four grand finals. One you limped into against Port Adelaide with a few injured players, but looks like this Brisbane team, they're pretty well all fit, most all hands on deck. I know they lost Ashcroft, but gee, uh, to only lose one soldier out of 44 is not bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're in pretty good form, aren't they? I mean, obviously didn't start well last week against the Blues, but um, a good sign of maturity to find a way to, to fight back and and, and really have a, a good performance all in all. So, um, you know, hopefully that gives them, gives them a, uh, a bit of confidence and they are in, in good form. The, the Port Adelaide final, a couple of weeks before, they played well. And um, But under no illusion of, you know, Collingwood, Collingwood probably aren't playing the best footy, probably fair to say, but they're doing enough to win, which is um, yeah. great. And if they play near their best, it's going to be a massive challenge, obviously, for the Lions on Saturday. Simon, I, yeah, I mean, uh, Chris Fagan's been terrific, but... I've been impressed off-field with Brisbane. But this is what's come to the club. There's four key figures. Danaher, Dunkley, McCarthy, and, of course, the great Lockie Neal. I mean, that is cherry-picking some super, super good players for super positions. Yeah, spot on, Blighty. And I guess when you start to build your list, you, you know, the flow-on effect of other players wanting to come along. And, as you say, Joe Danaher and uh, Lockie Neal, not sort of, I guess, one of the the bright lights of, of footy, footy town. And, um, yeah, we've, we've had some luck along the way with some of the, you know, I think Zach Bailey was a, yep. a great acquisition as well. And um, you go through them, Hume Cluggage and Jared Berry in the same year, being best mates from country Victoria. And, yeah, that, the, our recruiters have done a, a marvellous job and the risk manager has as well. So um, been, been it's been, been a great team effort. Now, Simon, I mean, you were great at the Brisbane Football Club. You are great at the AFL. Do you, do you follow them closely with it, with some passion, or are you one of these guys that just watches the game and, and hopes they win? <laughs> no, I do, Blighty. I'm, I'm not coaching anything at the club anymore, but I, I do. I, I am I'm passionate, and you know, there's, there's three three of them that I that are there that I used to play with: um, Zorko, Rich, and Ryan Lester. Um, so yeah, keeping in contact with quite a few. But um, yeah, I'm a I'm not a nuffy, but I'm probably next level down. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your best mate, Simon? Everyone goes different ways after premierships or any footy club, not necessarily just playing grand finals. Um, some move into state. Have you kept really close with a couple of your, your premiership teammates? Yeah, um, Luke Power is probably my, my best mate uh, from, from footy. And, um, 
actually, Jace Nakamanis has moved back to Brisbane. He's his daughter's in my daughter's class in uh, oh. prep in uh, Brisbane, wow. so I'm seeing more of Aka. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, look, Clark Keating's around the corner, and um, yeah, Jamie Charman's a great mate as well, Ruckman. And um, so, yeah, we're tied. We've actually got our 20 year reunion uh, on Sunday here in Melbourne. Um, in a pub in Fitzroy, so looking forward to seeing all the boys. Tell us about the advantage of the MCG. Blighty's coached Adelaide to two premierships at the MCG. You've played in three at the MCG and two against Collingwood. So is it they make a bit more of that? And we know Collingwood play there uh, regularly, but so too to a lot of other Melbourne sides. On grand final day, it's pretty well 50-50, isn't it? It's still a game of footy. Yeah, well, I'm sort of more way you're thinking. I think it's a different beast grand final day, and I'm not actually sure whether the, the whole, you know, is it one win out of 14 attempts for the Lions? Um, you know, it's not saying they're going to blow clean away, but I, I think they're, they're well positioned to have a pretty solid game based on their form. Um, and, you know, I, I think something burns inside them now that they've got this record and they want to do something about it really deep within. And they've, they've had a couple of failed finals campaigns the last few years, and um, but yeah, again, they're up against a really obviously quality side, and if Brisbane can run, um, keep it simple early, get territory with the ball, and and run on a warm day. Um, hopefully, in the second half, they can find a way to you know get away from the, the pies. You, you, Simon, I, I did some numbers in the last two years, and I reckon it's relevant the last two years, particularly with Craig McCray now coaching, and not Nathan Buckley Collingwood. That is, but they've only played three times. They only played once in twenty-two. And twice this year. And, and twice this year, but they've won twice at the Gabba, and once at Marvel Brisbane. So they've won their last three starts. And what I'm talking about now is they no, they didn't have a Duckley, and they've got a Dacos, and so on, and so on. So this is more the form rather than the previous 13 or 14 losses at the MCG. Yeah, I, I, I hope you're right, bloody. I mean. I heard a stat there today that the, the biggest uh, score Collingwood's conceded this year is, is the two Collingwood, uh, two Lions games. So mm. we've been able to find a way to, to, to kick a reasonable score against them. And I must say, the, the game they played at Marvel where Brisbane won about six weeks ago, there was no Dacos and Bagoey and Darcy Moore and things. So they're missing some of their best. But, um, yeah, they'll, they'll get on quite confident, I think, mate. Yeah, no. Well, I can tell you now, in those three games, they've kicked 15, 18 and 19. And it doesn't matter who was in the team now. Obviously, to go in, Dacos can make a difference. But they're big scores under any circumstances in any era on any ground. They are big scores. Yeah, they are. And, and it's well spoken about Brisbane's forward line with their, their many options and dangers up there. If, if they can get a look, if they can get enough looks up inside fifty uh, and, and, and accuracy, it's uh, such a big part of any game, isn't it? But grand final, Dave, you can. You can simply kick more goals than behinds. I think you're, you're, you're a chance of being pretty close to the opposition. But, um, yeah, they, they are very potent in the Lions forward line and they've just got to get lots of opportunities. You're right. Actually, early in the year in round four, uh, Collingwood kicked 11-17 and Brisbane kicked 18-8. But in the last game, round 23, it's pretty pretty close. You know, it's only a couple of months away, isn't it? Charlie Cameron got four, Joe Danaher got three and Hipwood got three. So if they can get 10 again, they're going to cause enormous problems for Collingwood. Yeah, exactly, Body. Look, I think a guy like Cam Rain is yep. a bit of an X factor. It'd be great to see him have a big day and hit the scoreboard. Um, as you say, they've got the, the Camerons and the, the, the Zach Baileys and the Darcy Moore, um, uh, Joe Danaher's who can who can have a, you know, kick numerous goals. So they're going to need someone, aren't they, to, to kick, I don't know, four or five, I would have thought. But, um, yeah... There we go. 
Blackie, um, you're a wonderful player yourself. When you see Nick Dacos, he's only played you know 40 low 40 <laughs> games. To do what he's done in his first two years, he doesn't look like he's overwhelmed. He's a very humble young man. He but he, and he's very hard to tag because he, he's always on the move, doesn't stop. But you must have been impressed with him. Oh, absolutely. I I don't tweet much, Wheels, so but I had to tweet some of our younger in the year. Just about his about his kicking skills. He, he he's so decisive with his decision making, which is what captures my eye. And he he he, uh, he he sees it and he just goes after. He backs his foot skills and and when he um you know when he gets speed on the ball like him and his brother. Um, Josh do it, 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 it stops you know opposition or less, less inclination to be able to get the ball turned over because the opposition you know can't necessarily set up and and see where you're trying to kick the ball when there's speed on it and, and decisive decision making so yeah a great admirer is uh, I really felt from the other night with a, with a Brownlow medal he was that uh, yeah it was his to, his to have wasn't it yeah and the other player that reminds me a bit of you he come from basketball background is is Penderbury still going well and still playing well, but very rarely caught holding the ball and just has that vision. I, I'm, it's almost like he's got three eyes, I always say, one in his ear, that he can see people from where other people can't. What a career he's had as well. Yeah, absolute superstar, isn't he, Pendles? His, his lateral movement and his, uh, his spatial awareness uh, is just, uh, it's just been amazing. And, and just he's been able to you know get to 300 and now... <laughs> He'll get 400. Whatever he is. Yeah, it's hot threes or three seventy or something. He just um, and and the game hasn't really caught up with him in terms of pace. You know, now and again you see him get caught a little bit more. But um, and and I, and I must say as well, like having the Dacos boys there, and that probably has helped him taking a bit of heat off him in terms of you know need to have big numbers all the time, and he sort of almost sort of plays second field a little bit, doesn't he? Hey, did you hear what he said then, David Wildy? He just said he's something. He's got a third eye in his ear. Yeah. I've never heard that. Well, so. he's got. Haven't some of those um, octopuses got eyes everywhere? Yeah, yeah apparently. He's, yeah. Seen, he's got three sixty vision. Oh, I want to keep an eye. I want to keep. I want to keep an eye on his ear <laughs> next time. I'm going to see what. Well, what if he has? What if he has? Yeah, he might have. Hey, I tell you who I've got an eye on, Simon, and that is a, I saw this gangly guy when I was living up there in Queensland called Oscar McInerney. I thought, what's this praying mantis doing? In 2017-18, he came on the scene. He has become a really, really good player. He has, Bob. He's got a nice set of hands. He goes forward and uh, he can plunk a ball, and he's pretty good, pretty good kick for Ruckman, I must say. <laughs> so, um, and it allows, you know, if Joe, Joe Danaher is not getting much influence in the forward line, he can go up in the ruck, get around the footy, and Oscar gets a crack at it forward. So you're right, yeah, he's, uh, he's become really important, hasn't he? Um, and I think that ruck position on. On Saturday, it's going to be really important to feed those those midfielders, no doubt. I think quarter time last week, everyone thought, gee, Carlton, that, you know, they could have even been seven to one up or seven zip at quarter time. And the yeah. old mate Vossi, uh, what a turnaround for the Blues. They were dead and buried, weren't they? And he comes back and, you know, it's just been an incredible result for Voss. Yeah, it has. <laughs> I was saying, to, saying to someone last week, he gives a great motivational speech, Vossi. He's a... You know, he's, he's a great motivator. I would have loved to be in the room to hear him uh, talk to the players before they ran out because he, uh, he's a bit, he's a beauty. Um, but, uh, I mean, that pressure in that first quarter, Will, I'm not sure I've seen pressure like it that the Blues put on Incredible. the lines. It was outstanding, but uh, hard to sustain that. But, yeah, no, it's fantastic to see getting another opportunity. And, um, yeah, as we know, he's a lot of pressure midway through the year and he's been able to work their way through it. And um, great guy, great to see. Brisbane, your team. 
won 12 at home and won five away, five of 11. So five out of six. It's a pretty good away record. You need a good team to actually win away, as you well know, Simon. But that's, that's a pretty good strike rate for a team that's going to have a really warm day. Apparently, Melbourne's going to be warm. And they're going to be used to that probably more than what Collingwood are. Yeah, absolutely, Bloody. I, I think, you know, it hasn't been much credit probably to them. It's all been around this MCG record. Um, but they have played, performed well away. And look, they've really matured um, over, over the year. They, they've decided they've, they've found ways to win uh, or hold on to winning positions when they probably would have got run down in the past. Um, obviously, the Melbourne Demons beat them at the MCG, coming from behind a... Uh, so, they're, yeah, they're not uh, infallible, but they've matured a lot in their defensive part of their game. They're more resilient. Um, you know, Harris Andrews is obviously incredibly mm. important for them down back. Um, they, they might have been eight goals down at court time. It wasn't for him, but, um, yeah, they, uh, yeah, they've matured a lot, haven't they? Yeah, he's been, now, I read the ATO are looking for all footballers around uh, this weekend doing cashies blackout. Imagine you'd be in uh, much demand with a big breakfast, lunch or dinner. Just just be careful. <laughs> yes, I've, I've done a couple of lunches today, Will, but there's been no, pa- no brown paper bags, unfortunately. I must be up to invoice. I told you I should have managed you all those years ago, Simon. <laughs> Bloody got a few brown paper bags. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, I, need a, I need a new manager, clearly. But, uh, yeah, it's a busy... It's, it's great. I mean, it's, but Brisbane's been buzzing all week um, with the Broncos, obviously, in the NRL grand final too. So, it's, uh, yeah, it's really cool. Just uh, one quick one. We, you, were born, you were born in Mount Isa. Then you go to Perth and you come back to Brisbane. Yeah. How did that unfold? Was that the, the parents working Mount Isa? What, what happened there? The dad? <laughs> Mum tells me I was conceived in Brisbane, Wills. And then for some reason, they, <laughs> they, um, they went up to Mount, Mount Isa and, and they actually really enjoyed it up there, um, Big, big sporting community back in the late seventies. Greg Norman and Pat Rafter were born up there as well. And mm. um, anyway, then yeah, I, I think one or two I went to WA. And mum, mum's a Perth girl, so I grew up in Perth. And, and just by chance ended up getting drafted to Brisbane. So um, that's yeah, the way it all unfolded. Gee, I mean, being you know we're obviously in Adelaide talking to you here. You're sitting in Melbourne, but you really love the, the Brisbane scene. It is fantastic, isn't it? AFL football. Once the development of it started. To see this now, to see a big Melbourne club, a big Brisbane club play off in a grand final, I reckon that's where this game has grown and it, the game is so much better for it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you saw the Suns and, and the challenges around the Suns on the coast, uh, as you know, and, you know, I guess a, a generation before that, if you like, was throughout the 90s, late 90s, I came and just the, the growth of the game has been uh, amazing. Um, the, the, you know, the participation numbers... Uh, exploded every year, and um, you know I heard a stat the other day that there more participation participators participation numbers in Aussie rules and NRL um, mm-hmm. in, in Queensland this year for the first time. So, uh, yeah, wonderful result, and um, you know if the Lions are strong. Uh, you know footy seems to be you know really strong too. So, that's uh, no, great. Simon, thanks for that. Yeah. You have a great weekend and good luck with the, the Brisbane Lions. Hopefully, for your sake, they get up. And, yeah, really nice to speak with you once again. Good on you, gents. Always good to catch up. Enjoy Simon, the footy. Simon Black, what a champion, bloody. Fantastic. Number fantastic. 20 for the Lions. Yeah, fantastic guy and a fantastic player. He, he, I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. He'd knock on the door of a legend, I reckon. Yeah, 322 games, yeah. 171 goals. Norm Smith, uh, three best and fairest. But he's so, he's silky skills. Beautiful. Now, 
ATO, you don't do any cashies anymore. No, no, That was no. way it's outside the seven-year no, jurisdiction. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> 27 years, I would have thought. <laughs> um, I guess there's someone black. Catch every NFL game this season with Game Pass only on DAZN. Uh, visit nfldazn.com forward slash NFL. As we leave, what, uh, you're not wavering. You're still going with your prediction? Yeah, I, look, I, I, it's tough every year, isn't it? This one is particularly tough, particularly tough. I, I just got this feeling that the team that's been on a bit of a roll is Brisbane. And Do I they think, need to start well, given oh, Collingwood? Not, not we know can yeah, not always come back. I just reckon in the last six or seven weeks of the season, they've had some injury problems, Collingwood. They just haven't quite been the zippy. Now, there'd be no one clap loud at Collingwood with it, and that would be what, what Craig McRae's done for football in the country, the way he's played, Collingwood, Collingwood have played, I'd love it. Yeah. But, but, but I just... When you look at Brisbane, they've got class on every line. I reckon they might have one or two better, but but I'll clap both teams, whichever one wins. Yeah, we'll discuss it later. I was only going to say, um, have a great weekend, but of course we're back tomorrow night. night. Yeah. Your last night. Yeah. Just having a little bit of a sabbatical after. Yeah, yeah. summer break, as yeah. they talk about. Golf seven days a week. Good luck to you. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Have a great night. We'll do it all again between six and seven tomorrow night. Bye for now. Bye, David. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV, Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay.